First things first, that's what we're looking at today, and we'll be looking at this for the next few weeks. I don't know how many yet. Go to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew 6, verse 33. Are you there? Jesus said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. First things first. I think uh, Kurt Warner, didn't he have a, I think he's got a ministry, but that's the name of the ministry. First things first. How many knows who Kurt Warner is? All right. Half of you don't. Well, I wasted that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you, dear God, for this service. We thank you, Lord, for this time to be able to share with your people. And I am praying, God, that it will be a help and a blessing to every person that's here. In Jesus' name, amen. Go to 2 Samuel chapter 6 because you need some information there before we really, really get going here. 2 Samuel chapter 6. How many knows that bad news sells? Obed-Edom. What? I never heard of that guy. One of the reasons why is because he had such great blessings that came into his life. And it's good news. So you just don't hear a lot about this man. But Obed-Edom, what happened to him, turned him around. And what it was, was 90 days in his life. And that changed everything. That's what I'm wondering for Orchardville Church and wondering for myself. If I will start this year off the first 90 days of this year and do it right. I wonder how blessed I will be and the church will be if everybody would say, yeah, that's me. I want to do what Obed-Edom done. I want to bless God and I want to seek God first. And I'm going to do that for the first three months of this year. It'd be incredible what this church would do. It'd be incredible how blessed you and your family would be. Let's look into his life. 2 Samuel 6 Verse number 10. So David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him unto the city of David. And the reason why was because they had the ark of the covenant on a cart. A new cart as a matter of fact. And God never said that you, that you maneuver this thing around on a cart. You carry it on the shoulders of men that has been designed and called to do that job. That was their job, to carry the Ark of the Covenant, not on a new cart. Now, there's a lot of carts in churches. You know how I know that? Thank God that's not the case here. You know what a cart is? A cart is, anybody? Boards and big wheels. That's right. Boards and big wheels. And God said, you carry it on the shoulders of my people. 
and they did it wrong. The, ark, the, the, cock, the oxen stumbled, and the Ark of the Covenant looked like it was going to fall. And a man who had, it was not his job to be there. He knew better than this. And, his, and he just presumptuously took it on himself that he was going to straighten it up and steady it up. And boom, he died. And when David saw that, he was scared. And they took it to the nearest house, to the house of Obed-Edom. But David carried it inside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The guy's not even Jewish. The ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, as it points out again, he's not even Jewish. For three months, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. Everybody say that with me together. And all his household. One more time. And all his household. That's the blessing I want. I want to be blessed that it blesses so much and spills out so much that it blesses my household as well and everybody in my family. What happened to this man is the same thing that happened to Zacchaeus in Luke chapter 19. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, this day salvation has come to your house. That's what happened to Obed-Edom. This day salvation walked into his house. And the great thing about it was he opened the door. This is not open the door to your mystery date. Eight old timers laughed on that. You remember that commercial. (laughs) This is open the door to see what God's going to do. Jesus said, if anyone, if anyone will open the door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. This man, Obed-Edom, changes his life forever. And in 1 Chronicles, we see that this man becomes a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. A Gentile man is there standing, inviting people in. And I wonder why he was willing to do that. I tell you, I think I know the reason why he was first willing to invite the presence of God into his house. And then he turned right around and he was willing to invite others into the house of God. I like this guy. Obed-Edom changed the climate of his life. Nothing ever good works out for me, preacher. Nothing ever good. I don't know why it always works out for me like this. I know I hate Susie and Johnny and everybody else, but nothing ever good works out for me. Need to change the atmosphere in your life. You got wrong climate going on. What's the climate in your life? You can't grow bananas in Alaska. You can't do it. Wrong climate. What climate have you got going on? We're to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Well, preacher, how do I do that? One of the ways you can put on the garment of praise is to put on a CD. Thanks, Jerry. 
King David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. It makes a difference what you fill your life up with. Righteous Lot vexed his soul in the things he saw and heard. Well, preacher, it just don't really matter to me. I can watch anything on TV. I can listen to anything on the radio, and it just really don't matter to me. Ain't what the Bible says. By what he saw and by what he heard. Yeah, you're just an old preacher. I'm getting called that ever anymore. I mean, it's just unbelievable to me. <laughs> but I'll tell you what will happen. This old preacher will continue right on being blessed, and a lot of you just continue right on struggling because you won't change the climate that's in your life. What if, what if everyone at Orchardville Church was willing to do first things first for the first 90 days of this year? In verse 10, they carried the ark to the house of Obed-Edom. He opened the door. Thank God for that. Obed-Edom, you look up his name, it means a servant of sin. Everything about this guy was changed because he allowed the presence of God to come into his life. Matthew 22, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. First things first, you must be saved. There are people here in a congregation this side that's unsaved. Pretty sure about that. You must be born again. First things first. Well, God loves me no matter what. You got that right. No matter what, you got that right. You couldn't have said it any more right. But if you're going to get the blessings of God, you got to be born again. You got the love of God automatic. But if you're going to get the blessings of God, you must be born again. And then if you want to go into another level, such as Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and put first things first, I believe that you will immediately be put in a different climate where more things can happen to you in your life than you ever dreamed possible. Now, I've done a lot of weddings down through the years. And I've done all kinds of weddings. Believe me, I've done all kinds of weddings. I could write a book. Oh, yeah, I already did. I left, that could have been another chapter. Mary, you should have mentioned that. That could have been another chapter right there. All the different weddings that I've done. I've done weddings to where, repeat after me, I take the, and they're going, (laughs) I take the <laughs> They're laughing. I've done weddings to where repeat after me. I take the <laughs> I take the I've done weddings to where she is longingly looking into her eyes and I say repeat after me I take the and she says 
I take thee. <sighs> now, are they married because they laugh? Are they married because they cry? Are they married because they sigh? They're married because I take thee. I've seen people get born again. I've seen them get born again while they was laughing. I've seen them get born again while they was crying. I've seen them get born again while they was sighing. But you know what? Laughing didn't make it happen. Sighing didn't make it happen. And crying didn't make it happen. What made it happen was I take thee. I take thee. I take thee. Give your life and your love to the Savior. I take thee. That is where it's got to start if you want the blessings of God and you really want to put first things first. You must be born again. That's where it starts. I've been in a hospital visit. Uh, well, I was coming back from seeing uh, Mike Gill's dad, Gene. From, I was coming back from uh, Springfield and I went through Centralia and it was dark and I thought, well, I'll just drive around uh, Good to see Harlan in church today. God bless you, brother. Uh, I'll just drive down over toward uh, the Centralia branch. And I, I went over there, and I seen somebody pull in. They went, went there by the bus, and I thought, well, I'll just see what they're doing. So I went over there where they was, where they was at, and I rolled down my window, and it's Marvin Grody. And uh, Marvin, he told me, he said, there was a woman that forgot her purse, and I didn't want to have to go back. I shouldn't even be telling this. Now people know how to get into the bus. Uh, I, shouldn't, I, I, I didn't want to have to go back and get a key, so I just figured I'd just come to the bus and get in the back of the bus and get her purse and retrieve her purse for her and do all that. And me and Marvin got to talking. And Marvin was saying, man, I'm telling you, since I've given my life to Jesus and I've just fell in love with Jesus, and now Jesus has given me this bus ministry, and he's just going on and on. And I'm thinking, Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom. This guy is preaching my sermon by me sitting there and him standing outside my truck and talking about all the blessings of God that God has given over to him. And now God's given him this ministry and he's picking up people and bringing them to church. That guy was thrilled to be able to do that. That's Obed-Edom is what that is. God has turned that guy's life around and thank God for people that will have that kind of zeal and passion for what they're doing. I love that. 90% of all problems in America would be gone today if we obeyed the first and great commandment. That's right. Amen. Putting God first in our life. Putting God first in our checkbook. Putting God first in what we do at home. Putting God first in what we do at work. Putting God first. 90% of all, and I believe that, 90% of all problems will be gone tomorrow, just like that, if Americans did that. How many is familiar with the snake line in Arizona? Very few. You're going to learn something here today. It wouldn't pay my grandmother to live in Arizona. If you buy a house that's below the snake line, well, you have the possibility of stepping outside your house and seeing one of 2,000 different species of snakes. If you buy a house that's above the snake line, 
you have the possibility of going outside your house and getting in your car and seeing zero species of snakes. None. The houses that they sell that are above the snake line, <whistles> through the roof. Through the roof. Because they know people are willing to pray because they don't want no snakes. Because there's a certain amount of altitude that the snakes cannot live. So they build them super duper homes way up here above the snake line. I think Matthew 6.33 is living above the snake line. But again, some people are never willing to open their door for that. They're never willing to change the climate for that. They're never willing to pay the price for that. Eve lived below the snake line. And Eve looked and she listened and she lusted and she lost. Samson lived below the snake line. And he looked and he listened. How many know the first recorded words of Samson? Here they are. I saw a woman. First recorded words of Samson. It's in there. He looked, he listened, he lusted, and he lost. Joseph, on the other hand, was willing to live above the snake line. This guy is following the commands of God when they are no commands of God. That's right. There wasn't no Ten Commandments. There wasn't no, you can't be with your neighbor's wife. He said, I cannot do this evil against God. He knew it was wrong. Right. Knew it was wrong. And that man was willing to live like Matthew 6.33 and put God first in his life. And God brought tremendous blessings in his life. He refused. He resisted. He ran from temptation. And then God rewarded him with a bride named Azenath. And you can find this in the Hebrew. It says she was the hottest babe in Egypt. You know how I know that? God rewarded him. Is <laughs> how I know I know that. God rewarded him by keeping hands off of that woman who day after day, it said three different occasions, she said, lie with me. I cannot do such an evil against God. Living above the snake line. Putting God first in his life. Costs more to live above the snake line. But the rewards are greater, too. My grandpa Shell, Warren Shell, had a son or had a uh, uh, brother named Glenn. And Glenn was a little guy, had polio, crippled up man. Always, he always sold candy and chips and soda out of his house. Always had a lot of people there at his house. We'd play cards at night and he was, I spent my formative teenage years there. And I don't think mom knew everything that was going on over at Glenn's, <laughs> over at Glenn's house. He kind of a vile old man. 
he had a he had a naked woman tattooed on his arm and come over here boys you watch her hula hooper and she'd do the do a little hula dance and he was he he was an old codger and right at 16 i got converted and i'd go over to his place man did he ever start making fun of me he oh oh watch it guys here comes a preacher boy here comes a preacher boy. Make fun of me on every occasion. And rough guy. Kind of small, but I mean, give you for instance, and I don't want to go into too detail, but he was in a poker game one night, and uh, a man by the name of Swede, an alcoholic guy that lived there in Keynes. And mom, I wasn't there that night. I heard all about this later on. <laughs> Swede said that, uh, that Glenn had cheated him or however it went. Before it was over, Glenn had took a knife and before Swede could even respond, had cut his belly open. And I won't get real graphic, but the insides went outside. And my grandpa had to pick it up and put it back in and lay a, a blanket over it or a, a towel over it and rushed him to the hospital. And so, uh, again, Glenn was a, yeah, kind of a mean, mean old man. Thank God for Jesus coming into the shell boy's life. No t- <laughs> um, this guy on his deathbed phoned me. And I went to talk with Glenn. He said he was dying. He was laying at home back there in that dark bedroom. And I prayed with him to receive Jesus in his life, and I'd come back and visit him about every other day, and within a few weeks, he'd passed on. And is he in heaven? Yes, he is. But I believe that, I believe that. That man's in heaven because of saving faith in Jesus Christ. Matthew 6, 33, never was a reality in his life. He missed it. He missed it. First things first, putting God first in his life. Mm -mm. He missed it. And what a shame that is. A life wasted. A life wasted. Let's put first things first. And we will build on this sermon next week and the following week. Bow your heads, please. Father, I thank you and praise you, dear God, for your gift of grace that you give whosoever will. Thankful for those that call out on your name, but Lord, also I'm thankful for those that know that Matthew 6.33 can be a reality and they can put that to work within their life. I love you and I honor you, Lord, but I'm praying first things first today. I'm praying, God, that every Christian person will get that within their spirit, that these first 90 days, just like Obed-Edom, I'm going to put God first, and we're just going to see what's going to happen. First things first. And, Lord, anyone here without Jesus, that really needs to be first things first. They have a real relationship with him. In your name we're praying. Amen. Adoniram Judson, a great missionary to China, give 40 years to the Chinese people in the service of God. 
when that man lay dying and you won't find any more vivid description of what it would like to be to go to heaven than what this guy said in a few words I want to get this right let me read it I leave this world like a boy leaving school bounding for home I love that I love that because I always remember how it was like when I was in school I was always ready to get home I leave this world like a boy leaving school bounding for home that guy had that kind of faith and assurance why because of Matthew 6 33 seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you but instead there's so many people today are living what Jesus says in the book of Hebrews that Jesus came that he might deliver us from the fear of death for all their life they've been subject to that bondage I know people that won't go to funeral homes won't go won't go anything to do with death or just don't, don't have anything to do with it no it's a fear of death they've been subject to that all their life and Jesus can deliver us from that let's all stand did Glenn make it to heaven yes he did was Matthew 6.33 an ever real presence in his life? No, it wasn't. And that's a shame. Let's make that real within our life today. Young people, I'm talking to every one of you as well. Make that real. Make that vow to God today. 6.33, first things first. First things first. First things first. Come on as we sing. It's about the whole church getting involved with this. What a difference that would make to this area. What a difference that would make to Centralia. What a difference that would make to Fairfield. What a difference that would make if we would all. First things first. First things first. First things first. Thank you, Lord.
our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.